1: That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Tofu is neutral enough that we can like grate it and put uh, like barbecue sauce or Japanese barbecue sauce on it and eat it in a different way or we can fry it till it's crispy and my kids are like yes less like this is tofu and i like tofu and i will eat it and i think there's something there where it's like presenting it as exactly what it is and not trying to say oh yeah it's not chicken nuggets nuggets i'm just like it's crispy tofu here you go
0: welcome to didn't i just feed you a podcast about feeding kids Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. This week's episode is all about weekday vegetarian meals. So, a weekday can mean anything that's kind of like quick, easy, has minimal ingredients. So, Mark. My words. I sound like an old, an old school mom. Mark my words. <laughs> this episode is going to be so full of great, quick, easy meal ideas that you're want to you're going to want to listen to this episode again and again. Bookmark it. Do whatever you got to do. This is a great one for busy families, especially those of you who have wanted to cook more vegetarian meals, but maybe like have been stumped because man, I have been there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do, do like you a weird... feel about it, Megan?
0: Like did you ever have a hump to get over? And then you did and it was smooth sailing. I feel like I'll get in a groove with vegetarian cooking and I'll be good for like months or even a year. Then I'll fall out of it and then I have to get over the hump again.
1: So it's so interesting. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. There was a time in my childhood where my mom was vegetarian for like- I think you've mentioned that, yeah. A long time. I want to say 10 years, but that might be inaccurate. Oh, Really? Yeah. And then there's always like the one horrible Easter that we all remember because she tried to like (laughs) bake an eggplant instead of a ham. I think and I think she often like made herself a vegetarian meal, but then had something like chicken breasts for us or we would like have hamburger helper and she would have more of like a salad or a veggie grain bowl kind of thing. I find vegetarian meals to be easy and accidental, but I also feel like maybe that's that lived experience. And I think it's more challenging one being married to a Southerner who thinks of dinner as like protein, starch and veg, like a meat and three that's so ingrained in him. So sometimes when you're like, Here's beans for dinner. He's like, (laughs) what is it though? (laughs) And so I sort of imagine that you have a similar experience being that you have two growing boys because what is satisfying to me from like a dinner standpoint or a meal standpoint is probably way different than what's like actually satiating for them.
0: Yeah. I think that why I feel like I always have to like get over another hump is because they keep growing. Yeah. Why does that happen? <laughs> like they're... You keep feeding like they keep them. growing and there's... They keep growing. Yeah. Like there keep being different phases. But something set in a few years ago with Isaac where he was like, where's the meat? Mm. Like it doesn't feel like dinner to him if there isn't meat. I mean, it's a little tongue in cheek and like that's not really true. And there are plenty of vegetarian meals that satisfy. And then also... Mike it goes back and forth because he like cycles through workouts in a particular way where like sometimes he's more focused on building mass or cutting you know what I mean they're like I don't know all these workout terms that I don't really concern myself with and so then he'll like go from being like he loves he eats whatever. He loves vegetables. He doesn't have a sweet tooth. He really is like a healthy eater, but he does love meat. And then other times he'll be like, no, you know, I want to be more vegetarian or like, I just need a lot of protein. And sometimes I don't know how to get like a really big hit of protein for these guys who are five, nine, six and six, four without
1: defaulting to meat. I hear you. And I also wonder if Isaac's thinking, his like where's the meat sort of viewpoint also has to do with his athleticism too, where he's gotten it in his mind that in order to like play basketball as much as he likes to to practice for hours and hours, that he also needs that protein too. So I think our we did do a whole episode about like kids and protein and teens yeah. and protein. That's like a really good reference to talk about this idea that like, Everything has protein in it. So like you could have an entire meal of vegetables and you're going to get your nutritional needs met as far as protein. But there is the like psychological need that it's we not just psychological though, because
0: it's yes. not the same hit. It's not like if you're trying to get like I was trying to get still in theory, but it's just like when I'm busy, as I have been, it's uh if you're trying to get like a 100 grams of protein. A day. You have to work really hard to do with just yeah, it's really hard to do with just vegetables, to be honest. With the amount of food I eat, like I just like I'd I'd be stuffed all the time. I have found it personally hard not to include some meat and then also like a protein powder. Right. It's that's a lot of protein that you're trying to get in.
1: This is in a bonus episode. We talk about how like you know, the the baseline recommendations for protein are pretty low, but then when you have other goals and that there is maybe some emerging research that maybe we do need more protein than we've, than we've thought we have. Correct.
0: But you're right. Like there's nothing to worry about. Like, yes. What we need to be healthy is easy. Yeah, is easy to get just eating whatever, even if you eat vegetarian. Yes. I think it's that because I have... It's my circumstance where the protein goals are higher than just hitting baseline and then it becomes hard. So anyway, it kind of ebbs and flows for us, but along the way, I definitely have gotten some, what I think are really great, easy,
1: like back pocket vegetarian meals. Okay. Can I, before we dive into them, can I just give a little shout out slash credit to our community? Because... There's a whole thread from May that actually inspired this. Our friend Cynthia was looking for minimal ingredient vegetarian meals. And we got a lot of responses that are really good. So it's just a reminder to all of us to um, join into our Den I Just Feed You listeners community. We've recently made some improvements and now free members are getting access to our whole recipe archive in addition to the community boards, which are just like chock full of Advice like this, like vegetarian meal ideas, but also like easy meal ideas for meal planning, too. Yeah. And then we also have a supporting community.
0: You can become a super fan. And then you get you get the community boards. You get recipes. You also get an ad free stream of Didn't I Just Feed You? You, Oh, boom. (laughs) You get two bonus episodes every month. You get access to... Bloopers, you know, you want it. (laughs) We're bringing back lives where we're going, like, we're calling them office hours because it's really about us going in there and being available to help people troubleshoot live and in real time. So, so much great stuff. Again, go to didn't I just feed you.com backslash community. You can see all of your options from free to paid. Join us. We really want to see you in our community. Before we get into meals, I would like to talk about two things.
1: Okay. One Say. is
0: I want to talk about some reasons to eat vegetarian and I don't want us to talk about it being healthier. We would never. Right? Because that's the main like benefit that most people tout. I find it problematic. So, <laughs> so since it's my podcast too, <laughs> we're going to put that aside. <laughs> But because there are other really compelling reasons to incorporate more vegetarian meals. And then the second thing I want to talk about is I really want to talk about some principles for making it hearty, because I think that if you're someone who, you know, you don't have a huge appetite, your family doesn't have a huge appetite, you have small kids, so they're just kind of eating whatever. It can be a little bit easier to think flexibly about what counts as dinner. But for me the biggest hurdle these days really is that I have these three huge guys who like meat, who want protein, like the whole nine yards. How can I make my vegetarian meals really hearty and satisfying? You know, I mean, I think you think about this too because of Brian, right?
1: Yep. So why should people eat more vegetarian meals in your opinion? Okay. Yeah, I don't think health counts unless you're going from like a highly processed diet to eating more vegetarian meals. I think if you're eating in a balanced way already, then one of the great things about eating vegetarian meals, incorporating them into your meal plan is that you're just getting more variety. You're getting out of your like chicken breast, ground meat, little rut. I am there. I live that. That's like my two things I'm buying every week. Chicken thighs ground meat. Um, yep. And I get bored with that. And so to take those two crutches away means I have to think about other things that we can eat, other things that can be on our plate. And then that's when I like to lean on vegetarian meals. I think that there's some thought that you can save a little bit of money too if you yes, switch. Yes, that's my big thing. But I'm, especially with like the price of groceries going up and especially if you're switching from like just buying ground meat to like using tofu instead. I don't actually think there's a big cost savings there.
0: Okay. But I do want to say that a lot of the, a lot of the principles on how to make it hearty for me, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do too much of a spoiler because we're going to dig into that. does require buying more like root vegetables, more canned stuff. And I think fro- the frozen aisle is your friend. So I do think that there is a way
1: to eat vegetarian where it can be more affordable. Yeah. So what's your, those are the, like the variety is my biggest reason, but what's your biggest reason for including vegetarian meals?
0: Actually, the, those two. And just weirdly, I've been trying to get more
1: fiber. <laughs> <laughs> it's only weird because you made it weird. <laughs> fiber can just be filling and not, also cleansing FY. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was more thinking about the cleansing part.
0: <laughs> okay. So and also there's more, there is, is it emerging research or is it just emerging to me because I'm paying attention to it all of a sudden, but
1: fiber is really good for you. Yeah. I think we've known that for a while. That's like why. Okay. Quakers really had a moment in the eighties. It was like, get your fiber like literally, I
0: had never thought about fiber in my whole life. So it's like, it's, <laughs> like what? it's
1: nature's broom, keeps your system. Oh systems wow, clean and you have a lot of <laughs> pulling out the pulling this out is the gold. Like the health halo okay. of having a vegetarian mom in the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Okay, so I had never thought about fiber in my life, but I think just like saving money on groceries as things went up in price. Although I agree with you, you do have to watch. It's not just across the board and like fiber yeah, and just more variety of vegetables. You're talking about getting in a rut, which is like your mains, like the main, you mentioned animal protein. I tend to get in a rut with my vegetables, especially because my kids are in an annoying phase with vegetables. Like this one likes cauliflower, that one doesn't. The other one likes broccoli, but then the other one doesn't. No one likes asparagus anymore. Green beans is, like, one of the only things. And spinach salad. Like, how many times can we eat green beans and spinach salad? Ooh, I you know, lived Oliver doesn't like cooked carrots. But, like, if I dice carrots and put it in a curry, like, he's eating it. It's fine. Right. Yeah. So... Just trying to like when I really feel like I need a reboot with my vegetables, like because I just feel bored of them all and I stop eating them because I'm like, oh, I cannot deal with butter green beans again. That's another time when I'll be like, OK, what are some good
1: vegetarian meals? Because it gets that part of my brain going. So then let's talk about principles because you mentioned curry. And I think that that's like an interesting thought about the principles that you have for like how you make it. More satiating?
0: Yeah. I tend to start with grain, pasta, rice, or rice cake dishes. Okay. That's one really good place to start because that just is filling. You know, you can have any of those things with a bunch of vegetables and you will get filled up. So, grain, like faro, grain salads, pasta, pretty obvious, rice. You can do rice on the side, but also rice dishes like biryani Mm -hmm. where you're cooking vegetables and sometimes meat. But in this case, that's not what we're talking about with the rice and doing like a big rice meal. Rice cakes is another one that it's like more integrated into the meal. It's not just on the side. I think beans are very helpful and my family likes beans. So it's a little bit harder if your family doesn't, but beans are like a go-to. A lot of my Vegetable curries are actually
1: bean-based, mostly chickpeas. Can we take a tiny side quest to talk about beans? Yeah. I hadn't given thought to the idea that some families don't like beans. Like, I think of there being some baseline beans that are, like, very accessible. Like, white beans because they're tender and, like, have a thinner skin. Black beans because they're, like, small and super easy to eat. Lentils, for the same reason, and they're super quick, although technically they're a pulse, not a bean. And chickpeas. But what do you think is like the roadblock for people? whose family doesn't like beans and how can we help there?
0: I think that's a great question. When I've come across people who don't like beans, it's like, they just don't like beans. I think that a lot of people have a texture problem with it. My kids would actually, I mean, my kids like all beans, but I could imagine some people preferring chickpeas to white beans, which you mentioned as very accessible because white beans like can mush up yeah, and some people have a sensitivity to that. Whereas chickpeas, have more they're more toothsome they don't get mushy the same way you know what i mean so i think texture is probably a big one and some people say they just taste earthy like of all beans my kids don't like lentils as much
1: i agree they do have an earthier flavor to
0: them yeah yeah they're just not as flexible. White beans, if you change the mush into creamy, and then we talk about how they're more neutral tasting, that's a better sell. But they're usually creamy when you kind of blend them into a sauce or a soup or something like that.
1: I love that. And then also a reminder that if Creamy is an issue. Maybe it's not with white beans, not creamy, but mushy is an issue. Maybe you don't go with white beans, but you go with black beans or chickpeas and you like air dry them in the oven or put them in the air fryer to get them crispy. So you can kind of hit either end, like lean into the mush and make something creamy or go away from the mush and make something crispy. Yes. To get your. Lean into the mush. Or should we make t-shirts <laughs> on the front? Lean into the mush on the back. I'm about to make one that says it's my <laughs> podcast too, Stacey Billis. <laughs> okay. I want it. back. To okay. Your, sorry. Thank you so, for letting me take the side quest on Yeah, back to okay. principles. Okay. I think things like
0: tacos and burritos are something that people have an easier time thinking, uh, thinking about how to adapt to a vegetarian meal that their family will like. And what I think here is, I don't know if I'm going to be able to articulate this great, but like, even though meat is kind of in the center, it's not the central point, right? I think it might have to do with like, fixings and mm-hmm. there being a lot of extra thing in the case of burritos you've also got rice and beans but like when there are a lot of elements like that and you just meat is one of them and there's all this other stuff happening it feels easier when you take the meat out and put something vegetarian in if you're not vegan i think cheese helps <laughs> honestly We've moved away from the cheese me era, but like we're back for one minute.
1: (laughs) It's always live. It will always live on in us. And we didn't. This isn't a vegan meal idea episode. Correct. We could still cover vegan meal ideas in a different way. I do think cheese is allowable in this conversation. Yes.
0: I just think that cheese is savory. A lot of cheeses add umami. It's very... That fat element, it's very satiating and satisfying. There's a reason why so many people love cheese. And when you're dealing with just like a whole lot of vegetables or a whole lot of vegetables and starch, adding cheese like adds so much of what makes food satisfying. Yes.
1: Cheese, but also dairy products too. So thinking about yogurt. Yeah. Along with your beans or doing like sour cream in the tacos too. It's like that. It's kind of what you're hitting on about like those other elements will help make it satisfying too. Totally. Thinking about your heartier vegetables.
0: I mean, for my kids, like potato or sweet potato make a huge difference. For me, cauliflower also counts. I mean, the world has gone crazy with cauliflower in a very annoying way, but It still counts, like anything that's like more filling. So I have a recipe for vegetarian fajitas that my kids really like where I I roast sweet potato wedges uh, along with peppers and onions. And then again, there's a lot of fixings. And my kids really like that. I think relying on cuisines that are naturally vegetarian helps because there is a psychological element to all this. You kind of mentioned that, right? So, like, Indian food, my kids, if I'm just making a whole bunch of Indian food, they accept it differently than, I don't know, like, if I'm trying to, like, serve them Korean food, but I'm taking away the meat. (laughs) Like, beef is so central to Korean food. It's like, what? You're just substituting or, like, something's missing. But with Indian food, if it's vegetarian, they don't have the same conception that something is missing.
1: You're hitting on something that I that's like intuitive to me, but I haven't been able to articulate to about like vegetarian meals and even vegan meals. And this is something I've learned from our plant based neighbors is like a sauce sometimes is all that it takes to really like bring things together and add a little heft to. Yes.
0: Adding heft special bread. Special bread. So like if I'm going on the if our vegetarian meals on the lighter side special bread a whole baguette for everybody or like a huge loaf of garlic bread just something to fill them up and that feels really like fun and delicious like a big loaf of fresh sourdough will really like round it out and make it feel filling and yes in oliver's case he's mostly eating bread for dinner
1: and that's okay that's fine (laughs) that's fine ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order.
0: Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your
1: free offer and get $20 off. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space.
0: At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures, or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into
1: a room you love spending time in.
0: Can you talk about tofu? Because you're big on tofu.
1: I do enjoy tofu. I think for me, the nice thing about tofu is it doesn't have to pretend to be something else. Yes. Those other alt meats or like doing the len- swapping f- all lentils for ground meat. And we can talk about that a little bit more. Doesn't work for my family because they're like, no, like this is not how we eat that. But tofu is neutral enough that we can like grate it and put uh, like barbecue sauce or Japanese barbecue sauce on it and eat it in a different way or we can fry it till it's crispy and my kids are like yes less like this is tofu and I like tofu and I will eat it and I think there's something there where it's like presenting it as exactly what it is and not trying to say oh yeah it's not chicken nuggets, nuggets. I'm just like, it's crispy tofu. Here you go, I
0: totally agree with you because the couple of times I know we've recommended it, and I like it, and I think it's a really good suggestion. I stand by it. My children be damned. But the lentil for ground beef thing is a big flop in my house. Like, they don't want swaps, yeah. The one swappy-ish thing, That they do like is a recipe from Minimalist Baker. I'm sure a million other people do it. Quinoa taco meat. Oh, yeah. But it's like not meat, very obviously. (laughs) So it's not like, you know, it's like taco meat in quotes because I'm just trying to give them like a reference point for what you do with this pile of quinoa that I'm putting in front of you. You put it in your taco shell and then you do the fixings. But like, I agree with you. It's like we're not trying to say, This is like ground beef. It's going to taste like ground beef. That's not it. We're saying these are quinoa tacos. Yes. Right. This is tofu. This is just lentil tomato sauce.
1: Yep. My family is in the same season, too. Like when they were little, I could get away with straight up lentil tacos as a crispy beef taco alternative. Now I'm more inclined to like still cook a pound of ground beef, but add cooked lentils to stretch out that ground meat, and that is yeah. acceptable, I don't necessarily call it out. You know, I don't like to be sneaky. <laughs> no, in I general, understand. But sometimes I'm just like, okay, we really need like a pound and a half now. And yeah, it's expensive. We like, just don't have it. Totally. Yeah. Or we just don't have it. That's true. Okay. I want to talk about like meal ideas. And I just sure, want to like, this maybe seems like very obvious. But I think this is part of what makes feeding my family vegetarian meals easy for me is that a lot of like our family favorites are or can be accidentally vegetarian without like having to procure anything special or think about it differently like pastas we do a lot of just like filled tortellini or ravioli with grilled roasted or like steamed veggies and that is I mean there's a lot of cheese (laughs) involved here yeah but that's like Satiating to my family and I don't think about it it as like being vegetarian. Um, You mentioned pizzas, which I think can be great and can also be tricky too. like if you're doing homemade pizza, um, it's much easier than like if we order pizza takeout because then they want their like half cheese, half pepperoni or their meat supreme. But like if we make pizzas at home and it's just, you know, like red sauce and mozzarella and basil, they're so happy with that.
0: My kids don't like pepperoni pizza. Interesting.
1: What? We've talked but about they that love the pizza. sausage yeah. pizza,
0: but they'll do plain but cheese. One time I recently I ordered a spinach pizza and they were flabbergasted. <laughs> they were, like, they What'd were, the yeah, they were yeah. like, "What'd you do to the Yeah, they were like, what would you do the pizza? Like, why would you do that?" <laughs> I was like, I don't. sorry, I don't know. It sounded good to me." They were appalled.
1: What a violation, Stacy. It,
0: it was, apparently. Okay, so what are some other accidentally vegetarian meals that your family loves? Okay,
1: we have a whole episode about bowl meals. And this is like the hummus sort of like mezze bowl. Or we will do like rice and stir-fried veggies that includes like edamame to make it more filling. Or we do the crispy tofu on top of the rice bowls. Those like That's like the taco thing you're talking about, right? Where it's like the thing that really brings it together is that it's like several components and everyone gets to customize their own too. And a sauce. And a sauce. And a
0: sauce. A great sauce
1: on a bowl meal
0: will totally distract my kids from the fact that it's all vegetarian and they'll be into it.
1: I hate to say it, but soups. <laughs> soups are naturally vegetarian. <laughs> Ella loves minestrone like homemade from a can she does not care and it's generally meat-free or like corn chowder or potato chowder there is this like curry chickpea recipe from the kitchen that we'll link to that i that you make in the slow cooker and everyone in my family will eat that and we'll eat it with like special bread and like dollops of yogurt or sour cream on top i think sandwiches and like toast are kind of an unsung hero of easy vegetarian meals It's kind of what we were saying about special bread. Like, yes, sometimes my kids are not eating the like chickpea salad in their pita, but they'll like eat the pita and eat all the veggies. So it's an easy way. And then I think of like grilled cheese vegetarian. A caprese sandwich vegetarian. Totally. There's a lot in there that's like you don't have to really think Falafel, about it. Falafel.
0: Falafel. like the roasted eggplant with a hard-boiled egg and like a Israeli salad and some sriracha. My kids like that. Yes. And they don't normally eat eggplant. But yeah, you can load up a sandwich. Again, it's like the bowl premise a little bit, but instead of in a bowl, you got it in bread. Like a good flavorful sauce. I There is a sandwich from a local place. Oh, God, now that I'm thinking about it, I want to order it. I'm so hungry. It's a broccoli rob sandwich with like a really d- delicious, spicy pesto sauce. Or okay. Spread, I guess I should say provolone cheese, roasted, oven-roasted broccoli rob, roasted red peppers. I'm not big on vegetarian sandwiches. I'm going to admit it. This thing is so delicious and so satisfying. But you also love toast. I do love toast. Which is... I do love toast. But when you add two pieces of bread, I feel like I want...
1: You want more meat. (laughs) Meat in the middle? (laughs) Okay, This is revealing something interesting about you. Yeah. So toast, we have way in the archives of Didn't I Just Feed You like a, a broccoli melt kind of toast that we did with like broccoli and white beans and cheddar cheese on top. There was a vegetarian sandwich you were obsessed with for a while, like maybe year one or two
0: of didn't I just Feed You. Yeah.
1: Okay. It is a weird, it might also be based on a sandwich from a New York sandwich. A bon me? No, not a bon me. Oh. It's like roasted broccoli, Italian sweet peppers, and you make like a spicy mayo that goes on it. And there's like feta cheese. I have a recipe on kitchen and we can link to it.
0: Great. Also, I do feel like you were into a vegetarian bon
1: mi sandwich. Am I making we cauliflower did, bon me? Yes, I did. That was like three years ago. Shoot one with my friend Patty in Atlanta, but it's Grace Elkis' recipe. Um, and it's also on the kitchen, which it is a real, like really good. And like what you're saying about how cauliflower can be really satisfying. And yeah, there's a totally. sauce, so, like there's a sauce, there's pickled veg, there's spicy mayo. So it's just like all comes together. So those are my accidental accidentally vegetarian or vegetarian without thinking meals do you have any other meal ideas that you want to suggest just like rapid fire style like old school didn't i just i also you?
0: think curries are a good accidental one Oh yeah curries are really easy to i mean they're often served with meat but it's really easy to just omit the meat i'm glad you
1: said that my family is hard to get into curries Oh, that's interesting. What do you think that's about? I think it's the spice, like the oh. both the combination of spice heat. Because both my kids are spice averse, and yeah. then for Brian, he has a little bit of a roadblock when there is like what he would deem sweet spices in something. Oh, that's like, interesting. Yeah, so like, like the cinnamon, cinnamon coriander. Yeah, yes, it's hard for him to get into. That kind of which makes sense to me. It's actually fine because then I can just like go eat. Indian food or whatever, yeah. like by myself and can be a My special treat. My kids love for me. Indian
0: food and love Thai food. So that's really easy. And like stir fries too, it's a little bit trickier. I do feel like with stir fries, they'll be like, mm, this would be yeah. better with steak or chicken, but I can do, like I recently did a tofu and green bean stir fry with green curry paste. Like instead of making it giving it a more Chinese cooking flavor profile. There was something about making it a Thai flavor profile that worked better for them.
1: I can just see it in your eyes too. You're like, "This it was so good. It hit so good. People can't it was see it on the really video. Good. But you're like, it was really good. It was really, okay. And you're so hungry. So other
0: things. Okay. <laughs> I think I mentioned a lot of my go-tos. So my go-to vegetarian meals, like easy weeknight, like I just have five in my back pocket that I just want to like, Put into rotation my vegetarian fajitas. We'll put a link to them. The quinoa taco meat, and then, you know, all the fixings. And I usually serve that with hard shells. Okay. Hard boiled egg curry. It's something that I mention all the time. I don't use a recipe. I'm going to share one from the New York Times. They spice it up more than I would. So don't be afraid of the long list. I actually just use garlic, fresh garlic, fresh onion, and curry powder to flavor like I saute that in some oil and then I use a jarred like marinara sauce because you don't want the sauce to be flavored with like oregano and Italian spices so just use the recipe that I linked to as a general guideline baked crispy peanut tofu which I've shared from the minimalist baker a million times my kids actually request this one yeah they love it so much A vegetable biryani is something that I'll put together when I'm just like, I have all these vegetables and then I'm like, and rice, let's do it. Because they like Indian flavors. I think those are most of my go-to. And then, you know, pasta is really easy for me to make vegetarian. Most times that I'm cooking pasta... It's vegetarian, right? Except when I do meat sauce or meatballs, but most of my, and every once in a while carbonara cause they really like carbonara. So then there's some bacon in there, but most of my pastas, like they love a cauliflower pasta, you know, I'll just do like a creamy lemon pasta. Most of my pastas are vegetarian.
1: Yeah. And I don't think I have any recipes where I just like make, I just, it's like whatever veg and yeah. a dressing of some kind or a creamy totally. sauce. And veg. Um, I can't believe that neither of us have talked about bean and cheese burritos. That's one of oh yeah, and I made them recently. Totally black bean tostadas. We do a lot. We do those a lot when we have our neighbors who have like allergies and they're plant based and all that stuff. It's like really easy to make satisfying black bean tostadas that are friendly for everybody. We do this thing that is like a fajita skillet sometimes, where it's like the black beans, peppers, onions, and, like, taco seasoning and just, like, cook all that in the skillet and then put cheese on top, and people can eat it with tortilla chips or in flour tortillas. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Neither of us men- mentioned shakshuka, which is a shame.
0: Yeah, or eggs. I actually was going to say omelets. Yeah. My kids will totally eat a vegetarian omelet.
1: And then, like, what about sheep and gnocchi? I mean, that's, like, pasta-adjacent... But it's a really easy way to, like, make something filling and, like, do a bunch of veg. You can add a can of beans if your family is into that. But that's another one of our go-tos.
0: Yeah. I just thought of one I haven't made in a while, but I used to make all the time. Shawarma spiced. I'm putting that in quotes. Okay. Chickpeas. Yeah. But you could also do it with tofu. But again, it's kind of like the taco situation where it's like, okay, so this isn't chicken. This is chickpeas or it's tofu, but it's well spiced. And then you have like an Israeli salad. You have some mint. You have some pickled onions. You have a little bit of yogurt. Maybe there's a little sumac or za'atar in the yogurt and pita bread. And like everyone's putting together their own wrap. That sounds
1: delicious. Do you think we fulfilled your promise that this episode would be chock full of easy meal ideas? I think so, don't you? I do, I do. We marked your words. <laughs> are yes, you, words. You, did. you did. So let's take it to our Didn't I Just Feed You listeners community. Each week, we've got a weekly thread about new episodes. So come tell us your best weekday vegetarian meals and we can just like generate a giant list. Follow us on Instagram where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay
0: sane and well-fed until next time. Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review.